Well, good evening. Welcome along to the first Dundee Stars live show of the season. Uh, last time uh, myself and Jeff caught up with you, it was uh, pre-season or closed season. Um, a lot of business going on, um, but this is the first official show of the new season. Um, and of course, joining me, uh, first of all, is Jeff Mason. Uh, we also have Matt Cowlett joining us this evening um, a little later on. Um, so yeah, plenty coming up. Um, and uh, don't go anywhere. Um, also, please remember you can get your questions in for Mac, which we'll take at the end of the show. Um, and if there's any that we find just before Jeff maybe goes, we'll, we'll maybe pop a few of them in if we've got time. Jeff, uh, while the season is well and truly underway, um, the stars with a few obstacles um, uh, before the, the season's really, really begun. But uh, how are things, first of all, and then we'll get into that. You know, I think the mood right now is, is is good, all things considered. I think we had a really good day of practice today. Uh, obviously, the obstacles you touched on, we, we haven't had our full group together on the ice uh, one time uh, from, from the start of the year till now, which has been a bit frustrating and unfortunate. But, I mean, that's the, you know, that's the business that we're in and those things happen. Uh, I, I think at times, you know, there's been some real positives uh, from the start of the season, and I think – there's always going to be some, you know, some adjustment period to a new coach. I'm a new head coach, a lot of new players um, and, and people learning the systems and, and, and gelling together. Uh, at times, I think we've done that really well and we've had some good performances, um, you know, and obviously uh, we still have quite a bit of work to do as far as learning how to close out games. Um, but I, I've been really encouraged with the effort all season. Um you know, take away the first period in Nottingham, which, uh, you know, we had some built-in excuses going in there uh, with a long day in, getting in late. Unfortunately, we kind of, you know, accepted those excuses and, and came out very poor in the first period. After that, we were able to pick it back up, uh, and that's a 3-2 hockey game going down the stretch. Uh, you know, clearly disappointing to not be able to finish that game off Saturday night against Manchester, um, you know, dominated the first period in total control of that game, lost another body um, in the first period, which put us down a little bit in the second and, and meant we were shuffling the lines a little bit more. And then with the fight, we were down to uh, even less forwards. And so it was, uh, you know, we're still in control of that game and we need to find a way to, uh, you know, find a way to close that out. Um, you know, at the same time, I understand that fatigue is, is an issue, um, you know, and guys have played a lot of minutes and, uh, you know, and, and things. So hopefully we're starting to get healthy again. Um, and some of those mistakes that we're making that I think are, are kind of due to fatigue, uh, you know, some of those will go away. And we, we worked very hard in our defensive zone the last couple of weeks to try to correct some of the other things that we're doing uh, and sort some things out structurally. But, um, you know, I think, as a whole, there's a lot to be there's a lot to be uh, you know pleased with. Um, you know we've played some of the top teams you know at different points very well. I, I think we should have. We were you know I, I look back at the game in Belfast and very disappointed that we didn't come away with a victory. Um, you know I think we played Sheffield very well in the first period, uh, okay in the second, and that's a two-one hockey game going into the third. Uh, before before it slipped away from us. So we know we can play with the best teams in the league. It's just finding that consistency and finding a way to put in a full 60 or 65-minute effort, uh, whatever, it, whatever it takes to, to get the win. 
And I mean, looking at the stars, I mean, very similar to last season, actually, where the injuries um, plagued the stars at the start of the season and they, they came good in the end. But I suppose for from your point of view, it must be very frustrating having the injuries so early in the season when you're trying to get everything underway and, and, and get everybody together. Yeah, you know, I can't think of a time that in in my career that the you've never had the group on the ice together uh, this late into the season. Obviously, we had some late arrivals to training camp and we had injuries happen before those players got in. Uh, and then it's just kind of spiraled from there. So, uh, you know, unfortunate. But again, it, it's at the end of the day, nobody cares. Uh, you know, and it's you still have to go out there and perform and um, I think, you know, in, in different situations, we've done a really good job. And, and, and like I said, we obviously have work that we can do. Uh, and I also think that getting getting players back and getting the roster filled back out again uh, should be a big boost to us. And I, I know we, we talk about them quite often, but the fans who are watching this this evening, I, I know you'll be delighted with the support that they've continued to give you when the results haven't been um, what you'd ex- you'd wanted, what they've probably wanted, but they've turned up in big numbers at the DIA. They've turned up in big numbers away from home, and I, I suppose that the um, the su- that support feeds back to yourself and the players, and and keeps everybody focused. and And um, I suppose um, feeling that appreciation, and uh, you know, through those difficult times. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're we're uh, indebted to the fans for their support, and and look, I understand at times their frustration as well. Um, you know, the only thing I can convey is that myself and the players are working extremely hard and, and, and uh, you know, hope to, you know, be competitive in every game going forward and, and, and you know, get our home form. Uh, you know, we haven't been we haven't been happy with our, our home form or our home record or our, our results, I should say. So, uh, you know, those are things that we're working very hard on. And I understand. Uh, you know, I'm a sports fan of other teams as well. And, um, you know, I understand that at times it can be extremely frustrating, but at the same time, it can be extremely rewarding. So, um, again, we appreciate their support uh, and, and we're doing everything in our power to to make sure that there's more, uh, you know, fun and exciting, happy memories made at the DIA. And as well as the stuff on the ice, there's been a lot of exciting stuff off of it as well. Um, the, the business club... Um, event um last week which the fans were able to see and i'm sure some sponsors will be watching this evening um uh, who attended that's been going on um plenty of things like the um kit sponsorship um which has been going on and we've, we're planning a host of different um events um including uh the, the halloween night which will be coming up um so yeah a lot of things going on off the ice as well which the fans can look forward to and sponsors as well and and I suppose it's important that um, those kind of things happen and, and continue off the ice as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you said, there is a lot of things going on, and uh, the 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 business lunch was from everyone I've spoken to was was a, an overwhelming success, and I think it was great that people got to get in and and see the team at work training and in our in our preparations um, and get to see the changes to the dressing room and. And everything like that. So I think uh, you know it was a. I think everyone that I spoke to really enjoyed it, um, and, and all the other things that you touched on as well. Uh, there is a lot going on, and and will continue to be, and, and hopefully even more uh, as, as the season progresses. Well, talking of things going on, um, fans do glue to your comments uh, in the interviews after games. 
you did say that you know we were short of bodies. There was look, there was a look, there was a hunt for someone, um, and and I, I presume you've taken a lot of time and reflection on that in a difficult market. Um, but um, you have got some news this evening for the fans watching, right? Yes, I do. Obviously, uh, we we've been playing quite short for a while, and you know, always knew that fatigue you know would be an issue um and, and so been looking for the the right piece to the puzzle that i think would add value to us and 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 you know help us out uh in some different areas that uh, you know we could certainly use some uh you know use a player in so um yeah we've been fortunate enough to uh, to sign a player so uh, you can go ahead and, and play the video There we have it, a brand new signing for the Dundee Stars. What does Ian Parker bring to the Dundee Stars? Uh, you know, for me, uh, I think that he is, one, he's a natural centerman um, and gives us another option at centre. And, you know, we've been we've been short on that and we've had a lot of guys taking draws that, uh, you know, that, that aren't natural centermen. So I think, you know, immediately it helps us out in the face-off circle. Uh, you know, clearly he's a very big body and, and all the reports that I got and watching him play, uh, you know, he, he takes up a lot of space in front of that net and he battles, um, you know, he scored 11 goals last season in the ECHL. And I think the majority of them that I watched were all from right in front of that net. And that's one thing that we've been, we've been putting a heavy focus on and talk on that we need to, we need to get more traffic to the net and we need to create more second and third look opportunities. Uh, and I think he's someone that will certainly help us do that. Um, you know, uh, he's, he's someone who character references came back on him uh, extremely high. And I think he'll fit in with our group, um, you know, with his character and his personality extremely well. Uh, he played, uh, he, he played uh, quite a bit of time last year with, with, with fab uh, and, and Fab spoke very highly of him and, and really liked him. Um, so I think there's a nice familiarity to, to uh, for him coming over. Uh, you know, obviously already knowing knowing Fab, uh, and I think he's you know he's someone that uh, isn't afraid to get his nose dirty. So I think you know all those things are areas that I think will, will certainly add to our game and and help us. Um, you know, and hopefully uh, be a big part of our success going forward. Yeah, and this is not a signing just brought in, rushed in because because of injuries. This is this is a guy that you've done a lot of homework on. Clearly, I mean, how tough was it to, or hard was it, difficult to get um, a player of this quality in um, at this time of season? You know, I think that Ian was a player who I looked at in the summer and was on my radar in the summer. And when Ian's name had come to me, uh, we were kind of already full. Um, so he's someone that, that I've had my eye on for a while, and he's someone that's very eager to get over to the UK and, and get playing in our league. Um, so it was, uh, you know, as I said, we've been, for, for a variety of reasons, we've been, we've been looking to, to add a player. Um, and he was someone that I thought fit, fit what we needed. Um, and as I said, we're, we're excited to have him, and, and he's extremely excited to, to get over and join the Stars. So I think it'll, it, it should hopefully be a great fit here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and when can fans expect to see Ian on the ice, Jeff? Hopefully, uh, hopefully as soon as possible. Uh, well, I make no promises, but uh, but hopefully, uh, hopefully get him in. Hopefully, be able to get him in right away and. Uh, 
you know, get them, get them contributing right away. And obviously, you know, we, we know that, uh, uh, you know, with the injuries and everything, we could, we could certainly use them, you know, right off the bat. Yeah, but watch this space. Um, and of course, Jeff, two massive games coming up this weekend, a double uh, home uh, leg of games, DIA will be packed. But um, just how uh, much are you looking forward to those two, two tough tests? But um, as, as you've said, the team certainly showed their and held their own against those sides uh, at points this season. And you'll be hoping to improve on that, I presume. But uh, how excited are you for those games? I'm really excited, and as as I as I told the team today in a, in our meeting and when we were going over video, I said we we you know we need to go into this weekend confident, knowing that that we've played these teams well. Uh, in instance, you know certainly the game in Belfast, I think we were unlucky to to come out uh, with the victory. So, I, as I said to them, we need to embrace this challenge. I mean, me personally, I'd rather play the top teams every night because I think you know the the competitor in me and and every person. That that you know has that compete in them. Uh, you want to go up against the best because we all believe that you know we can inevitably be the best. So uh, you know it's about us embracing the challenge and playing to our strengths. But again, it's about us being very detailed and making sure that you know, as I said to them, it has to be a full effort from the full team from start to finish because we've seen how quickly you know the top teams, especially these two coming in you know, how quickly the game can get away from you if you just have small lapses, uh, you know, in place. So we, we need to iron that out. We need to have consistency, shift in, shift out. Um, but I'm I'm extremely excited to have them, you know, come in this weekend and, and the challenge of, of taking on two teams that, you know, fully expect to compete for every trophy this season. Well, Jeff, best of luck this weekend. Thanks for catching up with us. And um, also revealing a sign. And I'm sure we're not going to see that every single week when you turn up on this show or every month or whenever we get you on but um listen have a good night and best of luck this weekend um have you got anything uh, interesting to say about our next guest before he goes uh, before you go uh i'll tell you what he's a uh, I i've been extremely pleased uh he's a great person to be around his his attitude is his just kind of joy for life is really infectious um been He's been everything that was advertised to me before he came here. I've been extremely happy with his play. Um, and I think that, you know, there, there's a very bright future ahead for him. Um, and I think, you know, hopefully that's in a Dundee Stars uniform. But he's a, uh, he's a great kid and, and, and certainly extremely pleased with, with what he's brought to the table so far. Well, Jeff, that's a perfect way to build him up. Thanks very much for joining us and we'll see you on the weekend. Cheers, Swanee. Thank you. Thank you. Well, everyone, uh, next up on tonight's show is our um, special guest. It's Mac Howlett. I would give a round of applause, Mac, but I don't actually have the um, tools to do so. so yeah, um, no worries. Thanks for having me, Swanee. Nah, thanks very much for joining us. Um, I spoke to you uh, off um, air, but yeah, you were the most requested player people wanted on first um, for the, the new season, and I, I appreciate you joining us. Um, but first of all, before we get into maybe some of your, your history and the past um, and, and I suppose the future. How have things been at the Dundee Stars uh, over the, the first few months you've been here, Mac? Yeah, it's been great so far. Um, you know, from the first day I got here, I, I met the owners uh, straight away um, and they were really pleased, you know, saying only good things. They're happy to have me. 
um, you know, and right from the off, you know, that, that means a lot. Um, as far as the organization, yeah, I mean, it's exactly the same. We've been, we've been, uh, taken really good care of, um, you know, everything seems to be sorted out really well here. Um, so yeah, very pleased. I'm sure the, um, the the ownership will be delighted to hear that. And that's usually something we hear from all players. But, yeah, no, it makes a difference, I suppose, when you've got that to settle in um, and you've not got worries about things off the ice um, when they're taken care of. You can just focus on the job in hand, which is obviously to win games and have a successful season. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, let's let's go back. Um, we didn't get a chance to speak to you in the summer. Um, I know there was there was just we just never managed to get it done, Mac. But let's let's be. Um, on, what, what was your reason for coming to the Dundee Stars um, in the summer? And you were a name that people have known about in the league. You're you're a player, I suppose, that the fans uh, when they heard had signed seemed like the absolute perfect fit for the Dundee Stars. As, as you'll be aware, Dundee Stars players get who are British get a, a really good opportunity here to get ice time um and be part of, of of real success so but for you what was the reason for joining the stars in the summer i mean apart from obviously all you just mentioned i think um you know in the summer you get calls here and there but i think in the recruitment process jeff was really proactive you know it was it was clear to me that i was a target for him and there wasn't gonna be any messing around um you know and i think it's it's nice to be wanted you know that feeling of you know you're going to come to be an important part part of the team um that was a lot for me so uh yeah i think jeff was instrumental in in bringing me here have you found a, a tough start for you personally a, a good start how, how are you assessing where you are at the moment uh i feel like it's going okay i i think i can you know you can always do better um you know, I, I am a cog in a wheel as far as, you know, as being a member of the team. Um, so, you know, anything I can do to help the team and obviously, you know, uh, you know contribute individually as well. Um, yeah, I think it's going OK so far. Um, but yeah, as I say, always room for improvement. Now, fans have, have, have obviously heard you doing many post-match interviews and such like, but we've never really got into the... The, I suppose the level of finding out about you a little bit, um, all the kind of background and, and how you got to where you are today. So hopefully you don't mind, but we'll maybe start off and, and you can maybe tell us what it was that um, attracted you to the game of ice hockey in the first place. How did you get involved for, for any fans who don't know? Okay, so it didn't start on the ice. Um, some some supporters might recall uh a cartoon called Bratz. Now, my sister had a Bratz pair of roller skates. Um, and one day I was bored, so I thought, why not give it a try? Um, enjoyed it. Funny story I know. Um, then I also had a neighbour that played roller hockey as well. Um, so I went along, had a little go at that. Uh, and then it got to around Christmas time and we went ice skating as a family, local rink uh, down in Guildford. And apparently, as the story goes, I'm too young to remember, I just skated off. So, yeah, I mean, gave it a try, fell in love with it. And uh, oh, I don't know how many years now, but uh, yeah, still doing it. So I did not know this story. So are we, are we clarifying that a pair of Bratz roller skates is the reason why we've got Matt Cowlett at the Dundee Stars now? Is that effectively the reason? I think that would be the origin story, yeah. 
that's it. And it's interesting as well because, uh, I mean, former players like John Dolan, who played for the Dundee Stars, he, he started off in the roller hockey stuff as well. And uh, uh, does that just give you a real, I suppose you enjoy it that much? You think, I need to take this to the next level now and, and put it on ice rather than, than without. How, how, how do so many players start off with that and then get to where they, you are at this stage? I don't know. I think it was, you know, for many, it's a parallel. Um, you know, for me personally, it was. Um, I think it was kind of just like everybody in the that played roller played ice as well. Um, so yeah, and I made friends, friends at roller hockey, and then transitioned onto the ice. And how supportive were your parents and family of this of this adventure? Because it's not it's not a cheap um, hobby, is it? Um, at first, or a, a cheap uh, career path uh, to to play ice hockey. So. How important were they in those early days? Yeah, I mean, vital. I mean, it, it not only is it is an expensive one, but it's also a time-consuming one. Um, you know, my dad brought me up, so you know, single parent, got two sisters as well uh, that did their horse riding. So he was, you know, rig stables. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't not quite know how he did it, how he did it, um, but yeah, that was yeah. Really, I, I mean, let's, uh, I suppose for any kids watching this as well this evening who are, and we see them in the DIA every week who play for the Dundee Stars juniors team and they want to get to elite league level. And, and a lot of the time, um, it, it's, it's a tough it's a tough league to get into, isn't it, as a, as a British player or a homegrown player as the league likes um, British players to be referred to. But what tips would you give to any kid at nine, ten, who's maybe put on a pair of ice skates, uh, you know, and and playing in those teams? What, what tips would you give them to get themselves to that that level where they, they are going to play elite league one day, Mark? I know it's a tough um, question. I, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but practice, practice, practice. Um, I think you know, even now, uh, every summer is a time to go away to improve myself. Um, you know, and hopefully it pays off. You know, hard work in the summer hopefully pays off. Uh, and I think it's exactly the same the whole way through, you know, junior systems. And, you know, I was always like the smallest and the weakest. And you know, I would just say, don't get deterred. The amount of success stories from, you know, kids, for an example, in academy football that get cut and then go on to make the Premier League. You know, I think when one person tells you no, you know, I think you have the decision then to, Say no, I'm going to prove it to you, or let the other person win. And so I think, yeah, I think uh, being determined and, and resilient is uh, is the way forward. And I, I know, I mean, it's looking back in the day, but did you see a lot of younger players like that, even growing up, who maybe didn't have that determination? And those were the guys that didn't make it, I suppose. And you guys that were persistent and and kept belief and were training to all ends that you could. Yeah. Were you the guys that I presume made it? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I had a, a close-knit group of friends, most of whom play in the Elite League now. Um, I mean, everybody has different life goals, right? And and mine was always to play play professional sports for as long as I can. Um, so, so, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, being focused and having that goal from a young age got me here. I don't want to go through specifically team by team and competition by competition, but you you obviously played in the England under 16s league. Um, who were some of the key coaches for you back then who were in, influential in where you've become today? And, and and just how important was that time in terms of learning and development? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had um, a few coaches that also Okanagan Academy. Um, so we had a few American coaches come over um, and they obviously bought their expertise from the game over there, which is obviously a lot more developed than it is over here. Um, and then one coach I had when I was, yeah, through those ages was Ryan Aldridge. Uh, he coaches Leeds Knights now. And I think he, different to any other coach I had in juniors in a way that he was detail orientated. You know, and most coaches would just go out to draw, to draw drills to no avail. There was no purpose. There was no goal for the session. I think every single session we were, we had to do well. Otherwise, you know, that we had enough players in our junior team that you'd get sat, you know, most teams don't even have enough players sometimes, but uh, he was afforded that luxury. And we were, we were given that ultimatum of, you know, give it your all or, or sit down. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's not only what he taught me on the ice, but off the ice, you know, be a professional from a young age, you know, he, he'd just come out of the game of hockey. So, you know, fresh, you know, he'd, he played the modern game. Uh, so he knew what it took. Uh, so, yeah, he was definitely the most influential. Was that tough when you, you got told, yeah, you're sitting down for this one, you're not, you're not in it, and you're like, well, this is actually quite serious. This coach is, is the real deal. Yeah, I mean, being a, probably being a bit of an arrogant teenager, um, I thought I never did anything wrong. Uh, but looking back now, I, can, I you know, you understand why, you know, don't make a pass or something like that. Uh, no, but I mean, it's all, it's all been to build me up to this. And then, of course, you had those uh, uh, great Britain under-18 moments um, to talk about back then as well. Just Was that a, a moment when you maybe thought, yeah, this is actually getting a really serious now, I can I can really take a step here? Or, or what was that time like? Yeah, I think I went through a stage where I, going back, I, I made England under-13s and then 15s, 17s, I didn't make, I was cut. Um, so that was a difficult time for me. Um, but then, you know, I kind of grew a little bit, for lack of a better word. Um, yeah, and I was afforded the opportunity uh, to play for Great Britain. And uh, yeah, I mean, absolute blast every every tournament you go to, um, they go to the ends of the earth. You know, we went to Romania one year, South Korea the next. And they actually played one in Dumfries just down the road. Um, so yeah, it was great, you know, and everyone, you play against these guys multiple times a year, you know, most of them are in your own club. I think we had five or six guys that I played with that made the team. Um, so it was, yeah, it was like a, like a holiday, but, uh, yeah, there to try and win a medal. But, uh, well, yeah, I, like, I, I like how you say though, you, um, you know, you went, I went here, there and I went to Dumfries, you know, just, uh, but yeah, uh, just pop it in there. Yeah. Just, just pop it in. But I, uh, I mean, you, you certainly weren't a player scared to travel about and uh, and 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 learn your your, your game at, at that age. Do you think that's that's a crucial thing to do as well, is not to be scared and take opportunities when they come? Yeah, I think I think that's definitely a, a characteristic you have to have. Um, you know, it, was, it is difficult leaving family, especially at that age, and uh, going to do it all on your own in another country. I was where no one spoke the same language as me. Um, but yeah, I think you definitely have to be, I think it's all geared towards that vision that I had. You know, I think the the competition here sometimes, 
um, when we were younger, it was not as good as elsewhere. So why wouldn't I take that opportunity uh, to leave the country and go and play abroad? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a really good story. Well, how difficult is it when you do go to a country, by the way? Because we hear from players who come across here, or maybe even the Canadian guys, they'll say, oh, yeah, when you go to Germany or France, it's sometimes difficult, you know, with the language barrier. What's it like for a young um, kid turning up in a in a foreign country and you can't speak to anyone? I mean, what is that like as a challenge? How well, I, I, was def- I was definitely homesick, but um, I think I slightly get homesick now, uh, even still. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was really difficult. But half the time, I was too preoccupied trying to play hockey, do school, and you know, I was out there all by myself. So uh, yeah, cooking, cleaning, everything like that, I was I was far too preoccupied to to even think about it. I, I can imagine it's 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 a, a mad one. But um, let, let's talk about um, I suppose when you had that elite league time with Glasgow Clan and in the. 18-19 season, um, bit of time with Soloway as well there. Um, what was was that? I suppose another step and another jump for you to to take that that kind of role at that time. Yeah, I was I was eighteen um, or seventeen, turning eighteen, um, and I think you know the jump from from junior hockey to men's hockey is is massive. Um, and the difficult thing is that there is no in between. Um, you know, it's it's the most difficult jump in sports from any age group to any age group. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was my it was my first year. Lucky enough, I was surrounded by a good support group in the in the teammates and staff at, at Glasgow, um, which made me have a pretty easy year uh, compared to what I've heard that some people have had. Um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, well, we've got a lot of Soloway Sharks fans who are buzzing in who clearly are in love with you, so you must have done something good in your, your time there. The, the, well, I only know. played one game for them. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I know they played one, and I'm like, where, where were you, Mac? Like, I'm noticing one game, and I'm just noticing all this love for you there. What, what were you doing there? Was um, I, I, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Well, I think I got kicked out uh, in the first period after, after a, a bit of a, a scuffle, so that was uh, short-lived. Yeah, short lived it. Well, they they like you there. They they they're they're, they're mentioning you. So, um, but uh, like there you go. Did you enjoy your time at Soloway? Probably, you know, irrespective of it being. I did, know. but it was brief. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Yeah, and he's not the only one. For there's lots of people uh, mentioning that. So uh, at least I've kept track of your career following that. You know, um, but yeah, you know, even then, you you had a, a couple of seasons in Glasgow. What was it like working under the um? The, the the coach there, um, the setup there. What was that like at that time in terms of your development and I suppose both on and off the ice? Yeah, I mean, my first year I had uh, Pete Russell as a coach there. Um, that was obviously my 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 first year in the league, uh, like I mentioned. Um, yeah, I couldn't say enough good things about the sport I had there from other players. The leadership group there was, was great. I had a guy in Matt Hayward that, you know, a Brit as well that had been there for for so long, um, you know, and helped me out every single day. Um, my second year, we had a player coach in, in Zach Fitzgerald, who I'm sure Dundee fans will be familiar with. Um, again, a good year. Um, learned a lot again. Uh, I think I'm still learning now, or definitely still learning now, and still got lots to learn. Um, yeah, I couldn't say 
couldn't say enough about enough enough good things about my my first two years at Glasgow. Yeah, well, well, Mac, I, I had my moments as well with uh, Zach Fitzgerald. He gave me the shortest interview in history um, uh, one evening when he was here. But um, and do you know what? He was a great guy, actually. I think um, uh, he just, um, yeah, that night he just was a bit upset because he had got beaten. But, um, right. but yeah, yeah. Hey, but I, I suppose Pete Russell, I mean, guys like that are so experienced. They know exactly what they're doing. You're talking about Matt Haywood. I mean, th- those guys... It must be like a, a university of ice hockey when you're going to, to to that environment as a young player and 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 you're able to soak up all that information and and the experience that you see. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they had a breadth of knowledge. I mean, probably combined combined playing years more than they probably like me to mention. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I say, I mean, I don't think I could have gone to a better a better place to start my pro career. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a very lucky boy. And then you didn't stop there. You went to Germany uh, for a, a brief stint um, as well. What was that like? Uh, that was very different. Um, that was during COVID. Uh, I went to um, Weissvasser was the uh, was the club, um, and I got to play preseason there with a DDL two team, um, and then played for the under twenty three. Just literally couldn't find anywhere else to play. Um, went all the way over there, uh, and then the league got cancelled after seven games. Um, so that was that. Back, back home, back in into uh, COVID, the, the situation uh, in England, which wasn't great. Um, so just yeah, back to the sofa and wait to see what I could do next. But but you know it's it's what you talked about at the start of the interview. It's that dedication, isn't it? And, and that persistence. I mean, even during COVID, you fancy getting on a flight, going to Germany to play ice hockey for anyone you can. It's just a learning opportunity rather than sitting about. But uh, I know it was only seven games, but I suppose even that experience makes you stronger as a player um, for what's ahead, I suppose, when you went to Guildford and Dundee. Yeah, I had a great life experience, uh, first and foremost. Um, and yeah, I mean, different again. Uh, I'd been to Germany when I was younger, but uh, I was quite surprised actually in the level of coaching over there and, and how knowledgeable they were of the game. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was a crazy time, um, <clears throat> but I wouldn't change it. No, absolutely. But please um, remember, you can get your questions in uh, for Mark. We'll take some of them at the end if we've got time this evening. So yeah, just use the the usual channels, and we will we'll go through them at the end. Um, you played in the Elite League series, which um, uh, our very own Craig Garrigan uh, did um, as well. Um, but yeah, what was that experience like? Because that was a, a put together almost tournament, wasn't it? Just to have some form of ice hockey uh, in the in the UK during those difficult times. But first of all, what was your thought process in terms of going into that tournament, um, and 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 how it, how beneficial was that experience? Yeah, I mean, um, I hadn't stepped on the ice for maybe four or five months prior because um, obviously all the rinks were closed. Uh, and then obviously we entered a bubble uh, down there in Nottingham. Um, that was difficult, being confined to a hotel room for five or six weeks. Um, but yeah, as you say, it was nice to to play again, uh, even though it was a extremely shortened season or tournament, if you will. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was good to to see hockey take that a step in the right direction as to come through 
the COVID uh, situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, let's get into Guildford Flames. That's where you were for the 21-22 season um, under Paul Dixon. What was that experience like? Um, he's a man, again, with a real knowledge of ice hockey in the UK and, and knows what he's doing, isn't he? But first of all, what was the experience like in Guildford? Yeah, I mean, it was where I grew up, so it's my boyhood club. Um, so when I was a junior, we used to see the see the Flames train. And uh, I mean, at, at that point, my thought process was not eventually to play for them. I was just looking forward to get on training myself uh, to go and have fun. Um, you know, not really thinking about the bigger picture at that age. Um, but yeah, definitely to go back uh, to see all my old coaches still there. Uh, it was definitely a, a nice feeling. Um, yeah. And a relatively successful season as well, um, making that final four weekend. Yeah, I'm playing against Dundee too in, yeah. in the third and fourth, uh, which uh, which was fun. Uh, those third and fourth games are usually... Uh, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, so I take take from that what you, what you will. Um, yeah, I mean... Playing against Dundee, it, it almost seems like it's funny that now I'm I'm on the other side of the bench. So uh, yeah, it's, it, it was a weird weekend because we had Jeff Mason join from uh, the team we played on the Saturday. You join us from the the team we played on the Sunday. You guys game on the uh, Saturday night certainly it was feisty until the exact last second, wasn't it? Um, that evening, I mean, it was a great game to watch. Um, of course, not the right result that you wanted, but. Um, you certainly gave everything. And then, as you say, we'll go into the third, fourth playoff game as well. But those games are normally absolutely pointless. But that one actually had a bit of a competitive moment uh, in it and right until the end. Like both teams still wanted to win it, which is weird because we being a, well due respect to the league, a meaningless game. Um, there certainly was the, the fight and, and, and both teams wanting to win right till the end on that one. Yeah, I think when you play against teams you know, six times, three home, three away, three away. Uh, you definitely start to get a bit of a needle, um, you know, playing against, against other teams, you learn, you know, not to like certain things that other teams do. Um, I think, yeah, in that game, that was kind of a, a last ditch effort to get your frustrations out on the other team and, you know, try and win. Uh, so, yeah, I think there was uh, the season had, had culminated in in that game right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know the results haven't been the way you probably would have wanted them all to be this season so far, Mark, for the Stars. We, we got into why you signed, but how would you assess the season for you so far personally um, before we get into like the, the, the team's results? Yeah, I think, um, I think I've think i been playing okay during the games. Um, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, I think you can always do better. Um, yeah, I think I've been using my playing to my strengths quite well, um, and yeah, I've been I think mentally in the right place uh, during the games as well. Uh, you know, playing a lot more here. Um, I spoke to Steve the other day, Steve Ward the other day, and it was you know gone from probably not playing as much as I like to to playing almost too much. Um, but no, I, I you know I'm extremely pleased. Um, in the, in the situation and the opportunity that I've been for, afforded here. Um, so personally, I think, yeah, I just got to keep 
plugging away early doors still um so yeah just can't wait to uh see where it goes yeah i presume as a a brit going to a team you do get promised ice time at every club you go to and maybe doesn't come to fruition but certainly at the stars um during this current period we've got with the injuries and such like uh, it's, it's been a perfect opportunity for you isn't it to to get ice time but also to to catch the coach's eyes in terms of this is what i can do uh, for mm-hmm. the rest of the season yeah, I mean, I, I don't think anything anything's I times you know not promised. You know, you, you still have to perform every night, um, and I suppose the opposite end of the sword there is that if I'm out more often, then there's more chance to make mistakes. Uh, but then on the flip side, it gives me more opportunity to try and you know, like you say, impress the coach, you know, do well for the fans, and and put some points on the board. And uh, almost a, a completely revamped squad for the Dundee Stars uh, this year, apart from uh, a few of the, the guys from last year. But um, what's it been like with your teammates so far? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've, again, people say this all the time, I don't think I've been part of a of a better, a closer group, for sure. Um, you know, we're quite young, got a lot of youth on our side, so... It seems like everybody's kind of interested in the same things and, you know, all, all banter off of each other. Um, a lot of high energy in the room, which sometimes the older guys probably probably would like a little bit of a chill time. But uh, no, I think that's good. I think when when you like your teammates and, you know, get on really well with them, it, it transitions onto the ice. You know, you can see it. And I think that's one thing we have been doing is, you know, definitely sticking up for each other and, and uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's what more can you ask for? Yeah, no, absolutely. Who, who is it you've uh, uh, got the, the luxury of sharing a flat with this year then? Uh, so I'm with Tom's, Tom's and his girlfriend. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and Tom's obviously with us last year. Uh, another player actually came to Dundee last year and really impressed the fans. Um, but he was he was given a bit of ice time as well and, and, and certainly um, has done so this season as well. Um, but uh, as as things go, we're just um, having that difficult period at the moment. Is it when when you have those those tough moments, Mark? Do do those bring players together when you've got those uh, injury plagues? Or I mean, I mean, I know it's tough and and everyone's basically burning the candle at all ends. But does it bring you a bit closer? Does it does it does it unify everybody a bit more? Yeah, I think in our, in our case, it's it's it can go either way, right? But I think it's testament. To the group that we have and uh, and that Jeff signed is, you know, we have banded together. Um, it would be easy to just throw in the towel for these these weekend games that we've got coming up, you know, top sides. But the attitude and the atmosphere in the room is that you know we're gonna we're gonna do this and you know we're gonna fight. Um, you know, the time passes anyway, so why not give it our all? Um, so yeah, I think that's that's the attitude. That we've that we've had this week that we've had all season long really but you know results you know hockey's a funny game uh, a lot of variables um but yeah i think uh i think we're right up for it yeah i mean a disappointing result last weekend um against manchester in the uh when the, the final whistle was 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 blown and, and the clock was out but do you take confidence in some of the performances against these sides, um, you know, like the Belfasts, the Sheffields, that you could take into this weekend, which is two games on paper, which are going to be really tough for the Stars, but um, two games that the Stars could could do something in, they're at home. 
yeah, I think in any game um, we can we can do something if we bring it. Um, yeah, I mean, two two top sides. Um, like I said, we're up for it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's difficult to say for other people usually how up for it they are, um, but you can usually tell uh, before a game. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I think this weekend, this weekend, you know, it's it's not do or die for us. You know, we've had we've had obviously difficult results, but one thing I would say is that you'd rather have these work these kinks out right now. You know, during the beginning of the season, um, then you know it'd be more worrying if we ran into something like this in the mid in the middle or towards the end of the season when the points, you know, really matter. Um, so yeah, just uh, I think we're working it out, and uh, I think we'll 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 get there. Yeah, that's it. And I suppose it's. I was saying it to Jeff earlier about the togetherness of the fans and the players this season's been fantastic, despite results, despite the difficulties. The fans still turning up in big numbers every game, making that noise and and being that huge um, support to you. And I'm sure that doesn't go underappreciated by yourself or any of the other players. No, I think, you know, as as in any spectator sport, uh, the players, we feed off of it. And, uh, you know, it's really encouraging to see that even after a loss uh, like Manchester, that you know most of the fans still stuck around to, to clap and, and cheer after. Uh, and... Uh, I think that kind of support and backing from the fans, you know, it, it makes us want to play harder because um, we know that, you know, they're part of us, um, win, lose or draw. Um, so, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely some uh, some real, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's funny. Um, no, I mean, it's it's great. I mean, if we, if we had... Uh, if it was quiet in there, you know, I think uh, it would be a different game. Yeah, no, listen, it's it's it, the support is never underestimated by the fans and and um, I'm sure they'll all be there again cheering us on this weekend um, in these two huge games. Let, let's go to some questions though before we wrap up the evening um, and, we'll, and we'll go through some of these. If, if your question isn't read out, sorry, we're trying to squeeze them in. I'm trying to keep the show to an hour, Mark so we don't end up um, going over, which we have done in previous seasons. But this one here, Mark, if you had a goal song to be played, like a player-specific goal song when you scored, what song would you want? Uh, so when I was younger, they always played Return of the Mac. So, uh, yeah, quite, quite fitting. So, uh, yeah. There you go. Return of the Mac will be played um, this season uh, when Mac Howlett scores now going forward. Um, I'm sure. Uh, who is your or oh, who is your best mate in the current Dundee Star squad? Oh God, uh, got a few, few, a few mates. But uh, if you're going to make me pick one, um, I mean, I've known guys a long time that have a few of the guys. But as far as new guys come, probably uh, Verrier. Yeah, I'm really well with him. There you go. Next question. What would you do career-wise if you weren't a hockey player? That's from Leanne Smith. Oh, probably too young to answer that question. Um, yeah, not quite sure yet. I've, uh, yeah, not really given it much thought, to be honest. 
I know that's not a good answer, but uh, it's the only one I've got. He was so hockey focused, Leanne. He just doesn't want to do anything else. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe something to do with cars. I've always quite liked the idea of um, automotive journalism, something like that. You know, I'm quite a petrol head, so uh, grew up around cars. Uh, Dad owned a, a dealership when when I grew up. So yeah, probably something to do with cars. There you go. That he's going to be even a journalist of cars. You might see him in magazines or websites in the future. Reese Bell says, hello, Mac. How has Dundee been so far? Is that in terms of the city or the team? What do you think? The city, uh, I, I, think, think. I think he's meaning the city, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it's, um, so I grew up in Woking, which is probably a 10-minute train ride to, to London. So coming to Dundee, I was, you know, it's, it's quite a lot smaller. Um, but, no, really nice, uh, friendly people. Um, I think I've done most of the sites so far. Um, but yeah, I can't say anything bad about it. I've uh, yeah, really enjoyed my time so far. Oh, you, but you've you've done the site. So what was the ones that you thought? Well, that was actually pretty good, and not without bashing them, but ones that you thought, well, that nah, that was all right. Maybe not the best. Uh, okay, so probably the law because when yeah. you're in London and you're up high, you can't really see anything unless you're on on the London Eye. So that was pro that was nice to see. I could see the rink. Uh, my house down here i could see everything um so yeah it was probably probably my favorite um i went to the vna um there was quite a few exhibitions that i had absolutely no idea what they were but i'm sure of interest to some people um so yeah probably as simple as it sounds probably the law yeah there you go that, that's 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 a fair answer um, do you understand the dundee accent i know you say the people are lovely but do you just nod and say yeah and Okay, so my mum is Scottish. Uh, she's from a little hamlet outside of west of Glasgow called Kilmacombe. Mm -hmm. Tiny little hamlet. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of used to use the accent, and uh, obviously my first two years up in Glasgow, I was uh, I was used to it. But when we go to Fife, I struggle slightly. I'll tell you, Mac, I am talking of Glasgow. Once someone had uh, put in during a webcast that they were from Houston, and I thought that they were actually from Houston, Texas, getting all excited. Yeah, Houston like, in Scotland. Yeah, it was Houston and Renfrewshire. I mean, yeah. absolutely embarrassing that I didn't know that that <laughs> existed there. But, yeah, there you go. Um, the next one, this is from uh, Matthew. Which players past pre or present inspire you? And you feel you resemble on the ice? That's quite a good question. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it's a good question. I haven't been alive long enough to have any players from the past, really, that I haven't grown up watching that are still playing. Um, so present, probably Patrick Kane, I think, you know, playmaker, um, likes, to, likes to have the puck on his stick, um, uses his speed quite well. Um, not the biggest, uh, but certainly, you know, place with strengths and uh yeah I'm really skilled i would say that's who i'd like to say i uh i, I resemble in terms of uh, elite league players is there anybody that you watched growing up that maybe doesn't play anymore or is at the end of their career that you think well they were a real inspiration or, or is there no one oh a tough question um there was a guy that played for Guildford when I was younger. Because uh, I never used to travel to watch games, so I used to watch the watch the home games. Uh, Nathan Rempel, 
Uh, he was a really good player. Um, my memory is slightly foggy because I was so young when I uh, when I went and watch. Um, but yeah, he was what well, what from what I can remember, it was you know his speed was was really good, and I think that that wowed everyone. So uh, yeah, nice, nice. Uh, Eve Williams says, "What is your favourite NHL team?" So this this changed quite a lot when I was younger, but uh, now I'd probably have to say Minnesota Wild um, because I've been there quite a few times um, for holidays and stuff like that. Yeah. Who's your favourite football team, Mark? Oh, uh, so my dad likes Arsenal, my brother likes Chelsea. Um, they were the two closest. Premier League teams to us. Um, so I was kind of in the middle, but probably lean more towards Chelsea. Oh, wow. There you go. Um, and we'll see if there's any more questions. Where do you like to go out and eat in Dundee? Um, where do I like to go out and eat in Dundee? Five Guys. I'm going to say Five Guys. It's probably my favourite. I know it's... Uh, it's a chain, a burger place, but uh, I don't think you can beat it. There you go. Um, Sammy says, who um, is your favourite teammate to go out with? Um, well, we usually go out as a group. Um, so I'd probably say very again, just uh, just a good laugh. Uh, so, yeah. Yep. And who is the funniest in the changing rooms? Ooh. Um, I think that's our last question, so you can leave this one while bang. They're all quite funny. There are there are good good insults thrown across the room uh, every day. Um, the funniest in the changing rooms. Uh, that's a difficult question. Um, there's no one. I'm going to say Phil because Phil six uh, Phil six next to me in the uh, in the dressing room, and he's uh, he's always uh, yeah throwing jokes around and and uh, insulting me the moment I walk through the door in the morning. So uh, yeah, probably Phil. <laughs> As I would have said, Phil or Fab, that would have been the two I would have. I would have. I mean, those two are probably uh, being a pod. Those two. So yeah, I mean, it could be either one of them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, Mac, thank you very much for joining us this evening for the um, show. Really appreciated. Just to um, get some um, reminders out there, of course, there are two Dundee Stars games this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at home, um, one against Belfast, one against Sheffield Steelers, two very high-quality oppositions in the Elite League. So if you're, you've never been before or you're just thinking, should you go? Um, come along, you'll find details for tickets for those uh, at dundeestars.com um, Also, just a reminder as well that the um, um, uh, the, the, the listings are now up um, to sponsor the kit um, stuff uh, with the Dundee Stars you'll find uh, that um, again on dundeestars.com or all over social media um, Yeah, th those things are really cool I think you can, well actually I think I've I've uh, sponsored a helmet for the season, so that'll come my way at the end of then. But there's uh, that, hockey sticks, all sorts. So have a look at that. And uh, packages for that start at £25. Um, keep an eye on our social media pages as well, as we have a, a lot of cool things coming up, including our Halloween theme night at the end of the month. And Mac will not do any spoilers, but there's some cool stuff that's been 
prepared for that, which um, fans will will enjoy uh, at the end of the month and, and keep your eye out uh, for everything um, that is uh, all Halloween focused in the coming weeks. Thanks very much for your support and watching this evening as always. Thanks for joining Mark and Jeff. And we will be back with another show very, very shortly. But um, Mark, just to end things, best of luck this weekend. Um, hopefully you get to five guys at some point uh, to celebrate on Monday after two wins. And um, we will catch you soon. And everybody who doesn't know what Bratz is, is now as a way to Google it on the internet just to see about those roller um, uh, skates that you had back in the day. But thanks, buddy. Thank you very much. Yeah, cool. Thank you.